0: anchor.fm just like yours truly everybody it's your girl miracle sims and you are watching god sex and love tonight i'm going to have a dynamic conversation with this dynamic young man named right kusar you guys have seen him on a few other episodes well now it's time for a one-on-one conversation so if you're ready for that then stay tuned Welcome back to God, Sex, and Love. As you guys can see, I have Mr. Ryshawn Kusar. Hey, Mr. Kusar, how you oh, doing? Oh, what's
1: going on?
0: <laughs> Welcome back to God, Sex, and Love, man. <laughs>
1: yes, ma'am.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, I'm just one. I'm
1: glad to be back.
0: Yeah, glad glad to have you, man. Um, you know, I know. I don't know how can I say when I first reached out to you. Uh, I wanna say some months ago. Like, I don't know like what you thought or what you felt or like he was like, whoa, this girl hit me up randomly mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever the case was. But um, I don't know, it was just something about, I think I, I was seeing your post at the time and the things that you would post. And I think that, that was one reason I reached out to you. Um, but then since you've been on the show, I don't know, I really feel like, you know, I really admire you and I feel like you, you, your voice is very uh, needed in this time, as well as, now I'm not trying to put too much on you now, whatever the case is, but I mean, I don't know, I feel like you're a great representation of what a Christian man should be. Um, So, that's what I see, that's what I'm observing. I don't know if that's too much for you, whatever the case is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, diff- I definitely appreciate that um, You know I, I'm, I'm not A big social media person But God told me He told me to get on Social media and to start sharing um, Sharing my heart And um, You know and that I am a voice You know like I would get just get Confirmation confirmation And I'm just horrible at like Keeping up social media and managing All this stuff and so, uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, I, I definitely, um, man, you use social media to, to just challenge like the culture and definitely challenge my brothers and sisters in Christ. Cause I just, I love for when I love the Lord, I'm not going to boast about my love for God. Cause sometimes it's way, it's a little shaky. I'm like, man, do I still love you, Jesus, <laughs> but I love God. And I love my brothers and sisters in Christ, and uh, and I'm and I'm one uh, to defend my brothers and sisters in Christ. And the the name that or the title is called apologetics, right? Is mm-hmm. uh, defending the faith because in our culture the church is always under attack. You know, always like I mean, mm-hmm. we ain't. They they treat the church like they treat Trump, you know. If we, <laughs> we, if, we, if we do one mess up, oh see the church is just a bunch of hypocrites and y'all fake and la, la, la. So I'm like, okay, you know, I guess the hood side of me, like, okay, y'all, you mess with my family. So okay, <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to read a whole bunch of books. I'm about to go in like for real. So, so yeah, so God uh just set it up, man. For me, for uh, what encouraged me to get on this platform and uh, to just be a voice, and so I, I definitely appreciate you, admiring the gift and, and all of that. So praise God, and I, I'm so grateful that you you are doing what you're doing, uh, your you. gifts, you know. So praise the Lord. Thank you, man. I
0: appreciate that. Yeah, man. I, like I said, I feel like definitely it's needed. Um, not to say that it's rare to hear men talk, uh but I, I just. I mean, I guess something in me loves to hear men talk, especially talk about Christ because, um, I mean, again, it's just needed. And then at the same time too, with the man being in the leadership position, I know I don't know if that's too touchy for some people, but I mean, you know, but honestly, again, it's like men should be taking charge of this conversation in regards to, or, or leading it, you know what I mean? But a lot of times you hear, you know, Christian women talking Mm-hmm. More so than, than men, at least from my perspective, or whatever yeah. the case is. So, um, I know you haven't done a male perspective episode just yet, but we got to get you on there so you, you know, so the men can talk and not just like the fly on the wall. And it's like, <laughs> <good.">
1: <laughs> yeah, I would love to, I would love to, yeah, for sure. I, I'm big on that, on like men representing uh the church and especially black men, right? Mm-hmm. Black men, uh, because. Uh, of course, Christianity in America is is, is a, a uh, the white face is represented well, mm-hmm. and you know then you got the black church over here, and and uh, so it's like okay, and the black church, uh, the black church is just known for dancing, shouting, you know, it's not big on theology, it's not big on apologetics, it's, it's uh, you know it's just it's just More so, like a show, right? Yeah. You know, so you you know you don't really see a lot of black men, you know, coming at the culture, coming against the culture with truth from the scriptures, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Or challenge, or I say challenging the the culture, you know. And so, yeah, and also just leading, like being a leader, like the Lord wants the men to lead, like. And I I salute the black. I mean, I salute, yeah, black women and just women in general who had to kind of like, you know, be the leaders because of, you know, the men dropped the ball. But um, definitely, God definitely set it up to where the men take the, be the spiritual leaders. Mm -hmm. Um, And young boys need to see that. Young boys need to see their, their dads praying. Young boys need to see their dads worshiping the Lord and honoring their wives and uh they they just need to see that right so it's like you know i'm I'm, I'm definitely okay with uh you know uh, being ex- an example for not only the black community but just men in general you know and so um, so yeah I, I definitely agree with you on that men should step up men should uh encourage the family to go to church and let's yeah. do it man you know and women if, if you if you have a man that doesn't you know it's okay pray for that man uh yeah just pray 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 there's instruction in scriptures for that
0: exactly exactly man so okay hey baby this just getting there i don't know if it's too deep into you or whatever but the show one on one so let's get to know right sean so um what would you say is your story of how you came to faith
1: um all right so i grew up in decatur That is on the east side of Atlanta, Um, right? So I grew up in that culture. Uh, Just the other day, um, they had a a Gucci man versus Jeezy uh, versus Battle, right? And those were like the two guys along with T.I. that kind of like shaped my view on life, you know, just Mm. the, the gangster culture, hip hop, right? and so, so I'm, I'm sharing it so you guys can just understand um, my salvation story so I, I come from that background I had my dad in my life like I, I definitely want to highlight that like my dad was in my life I lived with my dad so I didn't have to be a, a thug or a gangster. I didn't have to be that I just chose that like the streets were like the streets was like my stepfather oh. uh, but I did have my dad in my life and I believe the, the reason why I'm I am the way I am or I'm here now because God using my dad. Like my dad would sit down with with me and my siblings and talk to us. So my my dad did a great job. So I definitely want to salute my dad. Um, But yes, I come from that background, low income, you know, uh, environment. Right. And uh, so just indulging in that lifestyle. Uh, I remember when I was 18 I remember that I was at a club um and I was high. I used to smoke weed, a lot of weed, and I was high and I, I remember at a distance um seeing a woman, she was intoxicated and she was dancing, but you could tell like she just had too much to drink, like too much. And the men were standing around her like they were going to rape her, like like they were going to pounce on her the moment that she passed out. It seemed like they were going, somebody was going to get into our jeans. I just remember standing there just high. I was, I was high. I'm like, man, this is wrong. Like this, this is evil. Like what I'm doing, what I'm a part is just evil. Like, so God was dealing with me while I was in the club. So be praying for your people out there in the world. God can speak to them in the club. Uh-huh. and so God was dealing with me right and uh so yeah I just and I had a girlfriend at the time and, you know she was pregnant and uh so I, I, God just gave me what I desired and you know how you get overfed to where you, you vomit to where you like okay this is too much that's kind of mm-hmm. like how God did with me like okay he just gave me what I desired or allowed for me to get what I desired uh allowed for me to have what I desired. And it just really, it wasn't that fun anymore, right? And so I remember uh, I wanted to get away at the high school, I wanted to get away and I moved to uh, with my mom and she stayed probably like almost an hour away from where I grew up. And uh, and yeah, man, I needed that. Like I really needed that because it was a just, just a break from my, my normal environment. And I met some young Christians like they were 16 and like 18 and man, they had a, a love for the Lord Jesus. I've never seen that. I'm like the young people that I grew up around were thugs and, or want to be thugs and players and stuff like that. So I've never seen a young person on fire for Jesus. Right. And so, um, so yeah, I seen that in that planted a major seed in my life. And, um, uh, not long after that, man, I, I bowed my knee to the Lord and and the rest is I guess history and and now man I uh I live for Jesus now.
0: Hey. <laughs> well also that that's a great testimony. I'm sure that you know you sharing that will be able to touch a lot of people's lives, you know, whether that be the people in the club or maybe even, you know, like you said hey, that young I'm sorry. <laughs> good, it's all
1: good. <laughs> yeah. My family's about to come in, so I don't want them to be too loud.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yes, family man. He's a family man, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, well, you, can share, you shared a little bit about that, I guess, in a previous episode, but, you know, you can tell the people about that, you know. Uh You know, so you're married, and how many children do you
1: have? Uh, I'm married, um, have three kids and a dog. Uh, three
0: <laughs> I, okay.
1: I've uh, been married for six years. uh I got married when I was 23 years old.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and you know, just to be transparent, like me and my wife, we we started out like insane, right? Like we we um you know we were uh met her at my job, mm-hmm. and you know this how this how I know like Satan definitely uh. Definitely tries to keep you from doing the will of God because I was uh, on my way to, you know, just advancing in ministry, and I got distracted, right? I, I you know, and it first started with me stop praying as much as I, I, I should and getting into the Word. So it started with that. So when the temptation did come, I failed, and so I backslid, and and um, you know, I met my wife. I met my wife. It was my girlfriend at the time, and uh, well, yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, so we, we started out in sin, um, you know, not the best foundation, but God convicted my wife, and and uh, yeah, she kind of like, she was like, Hey, if you're not gonna marry me, we're gonna have to cut this thing off, and I was like, okay. <laughs> A couple years before I bowed my knee to Jesus and then this time I bowed my knee to my wife. My well I asked her to marry me, so <laughs> yeah.
0: okay.
1: and then the rest is is, is, is I guess history.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey but, but, but God,
1: no. God, God can redeem like if if you, if you aren't married, like you know, sex is, is definitely uh it's it's for marriage. It's, it's a beautiful thing that God uh God created it, right? Like, you know, he created sex and and um it's for marriage because outside of marriage it's just dangerous. Like like cuz yeah. I, I I had an STD like cuz I was outside of marriage and I was just messing around with women. I caught an STD and I knew that was going to happen like when I backslid, before I backslid I was like, man, if I go back to sleeping around, I know I'm gonna catch an STD. Like, I just knew it, mm. and that that happened. Like, that happened. I I caught an STD, and it was a discipline moment. Like, God was disciplined. He, the scripture says that He disciplines those He loves, and so, uh, and so, like, you know, I definitely encourage people. Like, you know, marriage. I mean, sex is for marriage just like uh, a seat belt is for a, when you're in a vehicle it's to keep you safe It's you know what I'm saying like you got to keep it in context you got to keep it in parameters if not it can go crazy right so so yeah I just want to add that part right there
0: maybe <laughs> like little little warning warning
1: warning warning yeah. I don't want you to have a, I don't want to get I don't want anybody to get an std and, and yeah. Just have kids without marriage, because that's a whole another thing than child support. And just do it God's way. I'm telling you, it's a lot of headache.
0: Exactly, exactly. I mean, and I get it, cause um, and I'm, I'm not again. I've been very transparent on God's Justice and Love podcast and all that stuff. But like you know, I'm not perfect either, you know, anything like that. So nobody feel like you know, no judgments coming from over here is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um. But then, yeah, like you said, when it comes to God's sex love and all these things, these are things that God created. And um, I know I'll share with you guys briefly and uh, after we did a previous episode that I just feel like we as Christians need to take charge of these conversations and, or at least make sure that our point of view and voice is heard because like you say, like people, either, they, either they're disregarding what God has written and what he said about all these things and then it just gets screwed <laughs> against, um, what's that word? Um, uh, I forgot the word now, my apologies. But- Perverted. Say what now?
1: Say it becomes perverted. It, 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 that,
0: that one, yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it, it becomes perverted and everything like that. And um, like you say, I mean, it can definitely save a lot of heartache and a lot of other things if we do do it God's way. But as you said as well, you know, all things work together for the good of those that love God as well.
1: So I mean, you know, yeah, that, yeah. but that don't mean. <laughs> yeah, don't don't take them. Hey, don't 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 just say, oh well, let me do it in a way.
0: Right, right.
1: Hey, hey, hey I a, a, I know a person who they first time they had sex they caught a- a- HIV. So they're like, hey, don't don't this, don't don't. <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy so i'm like i'm I'm just glad i'm i'm I'm, i want to stick with one woman you know and just you know just i don't want any more stds you know and the std that caught it was curable so i don't i don't don't have to
0: (laughs) but, but it's a beautiful thing i feel like marriage is a beautiful thing like i mean i guess especially if you feel like you married the right person and all of that you know yeah. Um and even parenthood, you know, even though I'm, I'm getting started in the game now, you know, I only got my got my two year olds, you know, I only have one and everything, but um, you know, so I'm getting started, I'm learning.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, parenthood and everything. But um yeah, I definitely I feel like doing it God's way is a beautiful a beautiful thing, a beautiful process and stuff like that. Yeah. Um It definitely is. But yeah, like I was saying in the previous conversations as well, like I, I just love like hearing your perspective. I know we talked about um, like Christian politics, you've been in both of those episodes and just all of those things. I was like, you know, it's, it's very refreshing to hear. Like I said, I'm, I'm, man, I'm well, I don't know who's older, me or you, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll say my age, it don't make no difference to me. I'm 34.
1: I'm 30.
0: Okay, so you So, so yeah, to hear a young man speak so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, about God but then at the same time too like you said um, so you've kind of been you have been kind of preparing to defend God in regards to apologetics and stuff like that that's something that you feel you've been kind of prepared yeah. and led to do?
1: Yeah for sure Uh, because like the age that we're living in we're living in the information age right so it's like uh, like 10 years ago you you didn't really uh, uh, hear about all the stuff you hear about now, like in regards to um, just the attacks on Christianity. Like I don't remember being just attacked. Like you know nowadays you hear oh Jesus is the white man religion and Jesus is a white oh Christianity is the white man religion Jesus is a white man and the slaves mm-hmm. and and then you, now you now you hear the new wave is now the universe and, and it's like, okay, where, where, where did this come from? Right. And it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, it just, it's just, just so much. And the reason why, like, I'm just an advocate for apologetics is because I, I lost people to all of these different teachings. Like, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's some frustration and some zeal there. It's just a, a, a a number of things that I'm I'm dealing with eternally that it's like, okay, I got to get on my game because we're losing people. And if you, if we were to do uh, just thorough, thorough, um, I guess, or proper educating ourselves on the different, the different, uh, the different arguments that are thrown at Christianity, right? Like Mm -hmm. history is on our side. Mm-hmm. You know, like really like, you know, all right. One example is uh, the African slave trade and Christianity being forced on shla- on African slaves. So, it's like, OK, that's 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 a, a legitimate argument. So it's like, OK, let me do my own research. So what I did was I I read autobiographies and biographies of former slaves, slaves and former slaves and i wanted to see their view on christianity because you always hear it from a, a, a critic of christianity Ah, uh, yeah 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 yeah. right so like, okay let me go to the source let me go to some biographies some autobiographies and and it was surprise it was shocked the mess out of you and it, reading those biographies and autobiographies increased my faith in jesus Wow. it didn't make me like mad at Jesus it increased my faith just to see like Frederick Douglass how he was just so excited to become a follower of Jesus like, he was so in and how um, there's another man who he uh, I remember he was saying how he used to pray a lot and the slave master uh, uh, the shla- his slave master wanted him to stop praying because he feared his prayers he feared his prayers so it was like Like, man, like these, these, these people were real people of God. Like, like for real, for real. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and even, um, thing I forget her name, but she, uh, man, I wish I had her name. Uh, I want to pull it up really, really quick. Uh, I got, I got it right here. Okay. Yeah. So like these people really increased my faith. So now I have ammunition, when. when Christianity is is attacked with that whole oh the white uh, slave mouth, that's a slave religion and all of that. And then another thing, uh, Christianity entered Africa way before uh, 16th, 17th, and 18th century. Christianity entered Africa before Europe. You know, so if anything, the Africans heard of Jesus before the Europeans. And another thing, uh Christianity was persecuted by white people in Rome. The first group of people that persecuted Christian Christianity were the Jews. The second group were white people. Right. So it, it contradicts that it's a white man's that it's a white man's religion because it was white people that persecuted the church. Um, but but yeah Ethiopia, And another fact, Ethiopia was one of the first nations to make Christianity its religion. And Ethiopia is the only country in Africa that was colonized, that wasn't colonized. Right. So Ethiopia has a beautiful history uh, of the church. And the people who say that's how Christianity was introduced to Africa is wrong. Christianity, Jesus was in Africa, uh, a thousand some years before the African slave trade, right? And so, uh, so it's like, and I love history as well, so that that helps it. That mm-hmm. helps with with the apologetics, um, you know. So I, I just go on like I go on the app, the books app on my phone, and a lot of these biographies are free or like a dollar or two dollars. And I just download that sucker.
0: <laughs>
1: and I just read. And I read. Oh, her name was Soul
0: Welcome to Diva Styles, where it's our pleasure to give you healthy and beautiful hair. We are located at 737 South Hill Street in Griffin, Georgia, 30224. Monday through Wednesday are our Diva special days. You must make an appointment. I am mother, sister, daughter. I am woman. I am queen. I am down to earth and witty. I am boss of a few things. I am homegirl. I am friend. Through the thin and thick. I am worthy of celebration. I am a chocolate chip. Thank you so much to Rashan Kusar for that wonderful conversation. Uh, Man, it's so amazing just to listen to a man of God speak. So um, I hope you all enjoyed it and thank you all for watching and have a good night.